Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. Today, discussing the best fits, team, and player coming out of the 2021 NFL Draft. It's all brought to you by DraftKings. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can bet $1 to win $55 on this weekend's main event. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook is going all out for all new users by offering them the chance to win $55 when placing a bet of $1 on this weekend's big fight. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Won't call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. All right, Sam, every year we talk about scheme fit and culture fit sometimes and just, you know, team and player matching up. So let's take a look at it. What are your favorite player and team fits coming out of the draft? I really like Caleb Farley to the Tennessee Titans. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I think okay. Caleb Farley, I mean, forget the injury stuff for a minute. Obviously, that's why he was available at pick number 22. Uh, I think you can make a case that he's the best cornerback in the entire draft if you were comfortable with his medicals, if he was healthy, if he wasn't dealing with back injuries. Um, but that is what it is. So that's why he was available there. But just in terms of a scheme fit i think he's phenomenal for what the titans like to do on defense that guy has the best burst towards the ball of any cornerback in this draft he's got insane recovery speed you don't need him to be perfect from a technique point of view which is good because he isn't um you're going to see some plays where he, he gives up some space and some separation but when the ball is in the air he can recover towards it unlike anybody else in this draft class so i think for a team that was needing to add uh, cornerback depth and, and replace some guys that they've let walk, I think that's a phenomenal fit. Such a crucial pick for the Titans, too. Don't forget, a few years ago, they were rolling three deep at corner. One of the few teams that could do that with Malcolm Butler, Adoree Jackson, and Logan Ryan. All of those guys are gone. They've had to restructure the whole thing. So hitting on a Caleb Farley, who's pairing with Janoris Jenkins, last year's second rounder, Christian Fulton, it's really important for Fulton and Farley to, to be good. So I think... Um, it's a huge pick for the Titans. When you're looking at fits, I, I think I'm always looking at corners and receivers, right? Because you, you want to put you want guys that are put into a situation where they're going to succeed. And we talk about this a ton pre-draft. So I've mentioned it a lot. Asante Samuel yeah. to the Chargers. The fit's incredible because, you know, if he had gone to the Patriots, other than the fact that Bill Belichick made Asante Samuel Sr. a star or, you know, Asante Samuel Sr. was a star within that system, it really is a different system from what from what it was 15 years ago. They just play man coverage. And Asante Jr. Jr. is awesome playing off coverage, playing with his eyes on the uh, on the quarterback. Pittsburgh would have been great. Any of the the yeah. Rams, you know, Rams, Brandon Staley, their system. Now they're bringing that to to Los Angeles, to the Chargers, to across town. Hmm. Um, same so, building. Yeah, right. To the same <laughs> building, to nowhere. Um, anyway, it's the same system, and Asante gets to play with his eyes on the quarterback, where he is exceptional yeah i think that is a great fit as well i mean not only does he have a, an immediate path through to starting um he lands in a team that's probably going to give him a shot to start as opposed to you're a slot corner because you're small um and schematically as you said the the zone system that they play lets him have his eyes on the quarterback lets him use his intelligence and his smarts to be able to read route concepts and get a break on the ball that way and he is a ball hawk i mean this is what his dad was it's it's lazy it's too simplistic it's it's simple but he is as close a clone 
of his father as you're going to find amongst two players that are related. It's ridiculous. And I think you can look at how Asante Samuel Sr. won at the NFL level and project that to how his son wins. I think, you know, sticking with the corner theme too, at number nine, the Denver Broncos taking Patrick Sertan too. Sertan, also another guy, probably better suited for off coverage and what Vic Fangio does in that defense in Denver. Would you agree there? I mean, I think yeah. that, I mean, he, Sertan can do it all. Schematically, it's a good fit. You, I mean, you question the fit in terms of like, how much is he going to play? Uh, what is the depth chart now? It's given? a lo- it's a loaded secondary for yeah. sure. Loaded but, cornerback. Right? But I agree, it's a good fit in terms of uh, Sertan within that defensive system that they have there is a, a really nice mesh. Because um, right now they've got Kyle Fuller, they have Ronald Darby, and they have Bryce Callahan playing the slot. I mean, Sertan's competing with two veterans in Fuller and Darby. And look, Darby's career has been, yeah, he's been good every other year. There's a chance that Sertan just steps in and starts. But if you're at pre-draft saying Vic Fangio and Patrick Sertan, are they a fit playing a lot of quarters, Definitely. a lot of cover three, cover two, zone type of concepts? I think Sertan, his smarts, his patience will be really good in that system. Do you have any others uh, that you're thinking of? Because I, I have a feeling we might end up in the same spot here. Okay. I So one I've mentioned before, I think on another daily, I, I really like Rondale Moore to Arizona. I think okay. that is a great yeah. fit. But I think Dwayne Eskridge um, oh, okay. to Seattle. Like this, so I don't love where they drafted him. I think they over, I think they reached. I think they drafted him ahead of where he should have been. Even if you, uh, if you say that, look, I'm higher on him. And obviously the Seahawks were than Mike Renner was. Renner had him as the number 164 player on the PFF big board. He went at pick number 56. So even if you say split the difference there somewhere, he's not worth, he's he's a better player than pick number 164. But to me, he was a third round player. And I've spoken to other people that have him in the same kind of ballpark as well. But I think going to Seattle is a phenomenal fit for Dwayne Eskridge. I think the speed that he has, his footwork, his ability to run routes, get off coverage at the line of scrimmage. And he goes to a, a team that has a history of getting really productive play out of guys that are undersized and don't normally play on the outside. Tyler Lockett, Doug Baldwin, these were guys that won in similar ways to Dwayne Eskridge, and they can give him the roadmap. They can say, okay, you're behind the eight ball because you're not uh, you're not DK Metcalf, right? You're not a physical freak that wins just because you're a monster. You have to work at it, and I can show you how that works. I can show you the roadmap here. Tyler Lockett being there and getting to sort of mentor Eskridge, I think, is a really nice fit for him to show that he can be more than people gave him credit for. He's one of the picks of the draft I'll be watching more than others. I mean, it's the Seahawks' first pick. Yeah, it was in the second round. But I also think it meshes with their change in offense, right? They Shane Waldron comes over from the Rams. The Rams offense, depending on how much they implement there, will be different, right? Seattle stretches vertically. The Rams stretch horizontally. What is that balance with Russell Wilson, who is one of the best downfield throwers in the NFL? And how does Eskridge fit in right there? Um, I really thought you were going to look at the Ravens, though, and look at Rashad Bateman hmm. as a fit. Like I said, it's corners and receivers a lot of times that are fits um but bateman being a guy that can kind of do it all right i mean they he did run sub four three at his at his pro day did he ever feel like that did he ever look like that i don't know it doesn't it doesn't really matter i look at him more as a just a good all all around receiver who gets off press is going to get open for lamar jackson and is very different from what they've had there they've had speed receivers in marquise brown and miles boykin guys who um aren't as polished all around but I think Bateman has a chance to be that true number one for them, uh, a guy that they haven't really had. 
and bring something a little different than than the other guys that they've brought in in recent years. Even Sammy Watkins, the free agent, Eddie. Bateman yeah. is just different from what the Ravens have had. I think that was great value, and I think it is a good fit as well. I think Bateman can do a little bit of everything. He's one of the few receivers in this draft that has true number one X receiver type of ability. You can line him up against press coverage. You can line him up on any of the receiver spots across the offense, including the slot, and he can win at a high level against any coverage. So that's what we've been describing has been missing from this Baltimore Ravens offense for the entire time they've started to struggle as as a passing unit. And the question was always, what happens if you put that guy into this offense? Does it fix the problems? Or do the problems lie elsewhere? So Bateman is at least going to give you the capacity to answer that question if you're Baltimore. Odafe Owe, too. I mean, Ravens win again. I mean, putting that freak athletic edge rusher in their system that creates so much unblocked pressure, that creates so many one-on-one opportunities, and he gets to be edge three to start behind Tyus Bowser and Pernell McPhee and work his way up into the starting rotation. The Ravens have a really good history with those guys. So I think it's, it's good for Owe. But it's also the most athletic edge that the Ravens have had, and you know he's he's gonna he's gonna produce there. I yeah, yeah, I think that's a good fit as well. Like you said, they the Ravens are very good at developing edge rushers. They're also very good at scheming edge rushers free pressure. So even if they don't develop them, they're going to get a decent degree of pressure just by virtue of being on the field within that defense. Do you have any others, or do you want to go back to Rondell? more no I, I we i think we've covered rondell already on one of my favorite picks in an earlier pod but i think diami brown uh to washington is a great fit he can be the third receiver but the second outside receiver opposite terry mclaren um i think amari rogers to green bay is a great fit and then um, would it look that much better if you knew aaron Rodgers was back how much more excited yes. are you with amari rogers Absolutely. yeah with alan lazard and Devonte adams and big bob tunyon and the whole deal i mean it looks a lot cleaner if you know rogers is of course yeah absolutely and then one last one on the offensive line quinn miners uh out of wisconsin whitewater the the thing that most people knew about him was the guy with the giant belly hanging out in the senior bowl but he's a legitimate offensive lineman that was one of the highest division three offensive linemen that's ever been drafted. He gets to go to Denver where he could easily start like right away. Um, Lloyd Cushenberry is the only guy keeping him off the field. And Cushenberry is one of the worst centers in the NFL last season. We, we just, I'll finish with one more too. Third rounder, Josh Palmer from Tennessee. He is a downfield threat, not an after the catch threat, a downfield threat. And I want as many downfield threats for Justin Herbert yeah. as possible. So I like that mesh. I think Palmer has a chance to be a, just a really good down the field number three for Herbert and the Chargers. Let us know. What do you think? Who are the best fits in the NFL draft? It's the PFF NFL Daily.